Welcome back to The Outlet. Hey guys, our guest today, her name is Allie Chapman. Welcome to the show, Allie. Hi, thank you for having me today. <laughs> so let's dive right into it. How does it feel to be a little person living in LA and working in Hollywood? It's been very interesting to say the least. Um, being a little person, there's definitely a, a niche. Niche? I think that's how they say it, a niche. Somebody like me can't just go out for roles that are typically cast. Like, um, there might be like a casting for like, oh, a, a woman that's like between the height of like 5'1 and 5'8, mm -hmm. you know, all ethnicities. But again, it's 5'1, 5'8, and that's not me. So usually... In my experience, the roles that I have were able to get since I've been acting uh, usually are cast in the way or, you know, or listed in the way, I should say, as like little people roles. Um, yeah. For some reason, Hollywood can't just see a little person in a coffee shop or a little person as a pharmacist. I see. In a commercial or... Um, a little person in a starring role in like a thriller or something so you, like that. So do you feel labeled? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely labeled, typecast, um, all the above. Again, like I said, I can't just go out for anything, but I do believe I should be able to. Oh, of course. That's, that's my whole thought process because in real life, I really do go to a coffee shop. I really have worked in a store as a retail salesperson. Yeah. So I don't understand why that can't be portrayed you know in commercials tv in, real, um, in like a real life situation yeah in real yeah. life because these are things that i do other little people um and not just little people but other people with disabilities like we all do uh, quote unquote normal things and so I, i'm not sure why hollywood um insist or often typecast us as like elves or leprechauns or um, you know, I've done a lot of character work. I've been in a bear suit, playing a baby bear. And, and that's okay. I mean, I do understand the need for those things. But I think Hollywood just needs to be fair. Uh -huh. So if you're, gonna, if you're going to, you know, have roles like that, have just as many for, you know, someone like me in my situation. It's just doing, you know, normal everyday things. Or don't don't be afraid to cast us in a major role. There is one actor that has kind of had a breakthrough. Okay. Um, that, that's a little person. Everybody knows uh, Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones. Yes. That's his most popular role. But he's done other feature films, which I think is great. I mean, he's kind of paving the way for people like me. Yeah, he does a lot of motivational speaking as well. Yeah, he does. But, you know, there's just one of him. And it's cool because he is such a phenomenal actor that you almost forget that he's a little person. I mean, when you're watching him, I think a lot of people, a lot of times people just forget yeah. that he is a little person. And so I'm not, definitely not taken away from that. And kudos to him. I'm glad that he's, like I said, paved the way and, and doing so well. But like I said, there's just one of him and I feel like there can be many of us. So. Of course, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Have you done any stand-in roles for, uh, I mean, like, you know, stand-ins for doubles? I remember you saying something about that one day. Yeah, about yeah, the I, movie, I did. The I did. Um, uh, my biggest, I don't, I don't know if you would say my biggest role, but I would say the biggest production that I worked on was doing stand-in body double work. And, of course, it was for a child, which is great. I mean, I get it. 
you can't have a child um, on set working long hours. You would need someone to stand in a body double for them. I got lucky. The, the, the child that I was standing in for was Will Smith's daughter in I Am Legend. And oh, so yeah, that's, when, that's why I said that was the pr- biggest production um, as far as budget and, you know, like just the craziness of the set. Um, so I, the, I, it was crazy because that was my first role I've ever, ever. done. Ever. I, ever. Wow. I, I've never had, prior to that, I'd never been on a set. That was in 2007. And I actually, I had not moved to LA yet. I was actually living in Indianapolis where I'm from at the time. So of course I had to go to New York and, and stay there for like almost two months to fill in for uh, Will's daughter, Willow is her name. Um, but yeah, that was the, the first and biggest thing I've, I've ever that's done pretty so. good. That's a that's a, a huge door to open for your first role ever. You know, some people wait years to get into something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was great. It was phenomenal, and just being on set and working so close to the 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 family, and like you know, like I said, I'm his daughter. So when she's not doing it, it was me. So like, I'm like, yeah, Will, you can pick me up, like. Oh, the director says we need to do this scene 20 times in a row. I'm okay with that. You know, like <laughs> pick me up as much as you want, Will. <laughs> How was it working with uh, Will? Oh, my God. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I had never really even met a celebrity before. I'd never been on set. So for that to be my first role and to work with someone as big as him, um, like literally it was – I I think about that, that time period uh, often and it was – literally one of the best things ever. And they treated me like, um, family. And, um, I was, you know, with them on set daily, you know, conversating and hanging out. And it was just amazing. They're, um, you know, Will and Jada and Willow. I mean, they're, they're all just like so amazing. And it was so cool to work with them. Yeah. That was a great movie. Remember that? Wow. That was amazing. amazing. Right. That was, that was awesome. So, like, what's the pros and cons of being a little person? The pros and cons. Okay, well, we'll I'll start with the negative and end on a positive. Um, so the cons, again. I think it's all positive. <laughs> it's all positive. I don't like to say pros and cons, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, You know, yeah. just little things. Yeah, I mean, you know, pros, cons, obstacles, uh, or um, perks, you know, it's, yeah. it's all the same. But um, just note, or just you know, touching on some of the, uh, the, the, uh, obstacles. I mean, again, in this industry, um, I can't, you know, like I said, I, I'm limited on the things that I get, um, you know, that come before me, like, as far as like roles, like I'm, I, again, I, you know, Hollywood's not there yet. So I can't just go out for, um, you know, a woman between the age of 25 and 50, like, I, it's it's just not not happening, but that's okay. Um, so th- so that I'm a little limited there. Um, limited, and then just in general, being a little person. I mean, obviously, I can't reach everything. Um, I was doing laundry last night, and I'm on a stool. Um, even you know when I cook, and you know my my place is not modified for me, so. Until I make the big bucks, <laughs> I, will, I will have everything where I won't have to struggle. But for now, I, you know, I do everything like everybody else. I just have to do it differently. So, you know, reaching things is always an obstacle for me. Um, just uh, clothes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, or, oh, my God. <laughs> All of that. Um, buying clothes? 
Buying clothes, yeah. That is, uh, that's why I'm so animated about that because it's so, it can be a challenge. I mean, you know, luckily, now luckily, when I was younger, um, <laughs> when I'm a teenager, like the clothes I want to wear, like that all my friends are wearing, uh, my clothes have like teddy bears <laughs> on them and like, you know, little kid shit. And I'm like... <laughs> No, you know, I'm like 16. Yeah, I don't want to like a dress and nice, yeah, you know, like a sundress or something. Yeah. And then, you know, um, and then, you know, as like girls get older, they want to like wear high heels. And so none of that was available to me. I mean, it was it was really a challenge to try to look age appropriate, but yet be a, a little person. Um, now, I will tell you, as I've gotten older, I mean, I won't say exactly how old I am, but I'm I'm up there. But um, now things have gotten better. I mean, as you know, like. You look at like TV or go to the mall and like kids clothes look like their mom's clothes, you know, which. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know, like, if that's good or bad, but for me, it's great because I mean, I wear kids sizes. So obviously I want to look hot. You know, I want to go out and I want to look hot or sexy or, you of know. Of course. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So it's 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 gotten better. I mean, it was not good at first, but. So, so that would be definitely an obstacle, clothes, reaching things, um, even, even prior to acting, just, you know, working, just working in general. I mean, there were a lot of jobs I felt like I would go for and was qualified for, but I feel like there was um, some prejudice or like there was like some discrimination. Did you ever on. get that on set? Like people look at you like differently? Yeah, you, you feel the you feel the vibe, right? Yeah, like you feel you can, the vibes. You can definitely feel it. Yeah, you feel the vibes. You feel like people think that you're not because you're little. I think sometimes people equate size to intelligence, and I think that a lot of people, you know, I I don't want to say a lot of people, but some people, I think think that you know someone of my stature, small stature, might not be as smart as I think I am. You know, so it's it's. I've been, you know, I've, I've had my fair share of discrimination. Uh -huh. um, another thing to people look, looking, staring. Um, now, luckily for me, um, don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm kind of on the decent looking side. I, oh, of course. <laughs> You're beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, many, many people have given me compliments that I'm cute or beautiful. So I don't, I will say I do Just get, saying, fellas. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I do it's it's I do get my fair share of of staring though. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can be out in public, people stare and look, but I don't, you know, I don't think people are necessarily being mean. I think, well, for me, like the type of dwarfism I have is not what you typically see. So what you typically see is uh, people that have what's called achondroplasia. I don't have that. So meaning meaning. I am proportioned. So like a lot of little people you'll see have like longer torsos, shorter limbs. So you can kind of tell, even if you're behind them, you can tell that is a little person. Me, on the other hand, I think why a lot of people might stare and look is because if you're behind me, you might think I'm a child. And imagine seeing like someone three feet eight walking down the street and you're behind them. Like you're going to catch up to them and you're going to look because you're like, Holy shit! Is this is there a kid like? And I've had that. I I, <laughs> I was in downtown L.A. one time, and someone yelled out the window like, 
oh my God, where's your mom? And I didn't even realize what they were saying. And then I looked up and I got what he was saying. And then he, when he saw my face, that my face is a dead giveaway. So then they're like, oh, you know, people like feel stupid. But, but anyway, I, you know, people do stare a lot. People do look. But luckily with me, people, for the most part, if they, I mean, some people just stare and they're ignorant about it. They stare for too long. I always say, look, but don't stare. Do you ever speak back to him? Like, what, I, what the I hell have, are you looking at? Yeah, I've been vocal lately. Lately, I've been like, I was in the airport the other day and this guy was just staring at me. And um, I, I'm finally like, you know, I used to not say stuff like this, but I called him out. What'd you say? I go, what are you staring at? Like, you know, and then I did one of these, like, Ooh, yeah. you know. <laughs> like and an then, emoji? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he quit staring. But I think I'm going to get a t-shirt made that's going to say, don't stare or like look, but don't stare or like a hat or something. Yeah. You know, but people are really, you know, people show their ignorance sometimes. But I will say again, some, I, I have, I've had my share of it, but then I've had, you know, people say, oh, well, I was staring because you're so cute or you're so pretty. Of course. Yeah. And then, you know, so if, I, if, so if I'm an asshole to them, then I feel bad yeah. <laughs> because then they're giving me a compliment. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so those are some of the obstacles. Um, the good part of it is that no one looks like me. Um, there's only one of you. There's only one of me. You can't, you can't mistake me for anyone. No one. No. <laughs> you know, I, I always say this. A lot of times in life, people do things and I'm not saying this in a negative way, but a lot of times people do things, whether it's like get huge in the gym or like get a bunch of tattoos or get like a mohawk or dye your hair green. Like, and I'm not saying people are doing that to get attention. I think genuinely a lot of people are doing that just because they're being an individual and that's just, it represents their personality. Trying to express. Yeah, exactly. But like with me, I don't have to, I mean, I do have a tattoo, but like, I don't have to do <laughs> It's on your, my back. You can't see your it. Your whole back is tatted. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's on my back. But the thing is with me, I don't have to do any of those things. Yeah. I I immediately step out of my house and I'm on. Like, and when I, when I say I'm on, it's almost like, it's weird being me because it's almost like a show. It's like I walk out and immediately I know I have to adjust myself to stares or looks, comments, Um I mean, usually the comments are positive. I've only had a couple times where they've been negative, but but again, I'm I'm on. Like the minute I leave my house, people are taking notice, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just I am different, you know. And so, so but being different is good, you know. We we live in a uh, a time period where being different, being an individual, is actually a good thing. So I don't have to try for those things. I just am, you know. Also, I always say, you know, people say there's like. There's like, oh, the you're playing the black card or the woman card. Like I there's there's a thing as such thing as like the little people card. And and I use it. You know, like I I use it. Like I have gotten so many cool things happen to me because I'm little. Um, I have gotten into like parties that like were like VIP only. Um, I just because of being little. I have gotten if you check out my instagram i have you know pictures with every celebrity you can imagine and that's because like 
sometimes a celebrity might tell other people no just because they're tired or they've been doing it all day. But like me, like I rarely get told no. Like celebrities are always like, okay, you know, they're down for a picture. And you can me. handle your alcohol. You can you can drink a whole bottle of Don Julio. <laughs> like that it's nothing. That was the old me. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Hence is why I didn't make our last uh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody overdid it. But no, that is definitely the old me. No. Um, for sure. I think in my, younger 20s and 30s I've definitely I don't know where all that alcohol went but <laughs> I, I I was able to put it down I can't do it anymore I'm I'm getting old but <laughs> so that so that would definitely be a con like yeah <laughs> me being little I can't handle liquor like that but um but yeah no I've I again I've gotten a lot of great attention because of being little, I've gotten roles that, you know, like as much as I complain, oh, you know, I can't be, you know, a woman and, you know, a, you know, they, 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 they want like a woman that's five feet between, you know, between five feet and five eight. Like I, I, I complain about that, but at the same time, it's actually okay because I have gotten role, like, you know, only I could have got that role, like where Will Smith's picking me up, you know. 30 times a day on set, you know, like if I was an average sized woman, he, he can't do that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I've gotten so many amazing, uh, great things that's happened to me because I'm, I am who I am. And I, I'm at a point now where I wouldn't, ch you know, there was probably a point in my earlier years, like especially high school. And, and even as a kid, like you were like, why can't I do these type of things? Or why can't I do this? Yeah, that? exactly. A lot of questioning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of things that I realized I wouldn't be able to do and and it sucked because you know, you you want to do what everybody else is doing, you want to fit in, but you know, so you know, I I struggled with that like earlier in in my life. I was like, wow, like life is probably not going to be that great for me. I can't do this, I can't do that, but but I don't know. It's it's ended up being great. And I will say a majority of the things I can do, I just have to do it different, you know? I mean, obviously, I can't be like a supermodel on on a New York runway or, you know, stuff like that. But but I have been, in, I have been on a runway. <laughs> That's the thing about it. The world is, I will say the world is adapting and the world is changing. Some of the things I never thought I would be able to do, I actually have been able to do. And you accomplished a lot. I mean, look how far you came. Thank you. It's a, it's, it's great. I mean, and so many people complain, and I just love your positivity. It's, it's beautiful. It really is. Thank you. you know, Thank you. How do you actually feel about that when you, when you hear people complaining, like you know, in the industry or outside? You know, oh, my coffee's too hot. You know, just little complaints here and there. And you're, you're probably like, yes. Well, I will tell you that. Com uh, for me personally, yes, confidence in um, my confidence, especially being a little person, uh, did not. It didn't. It didn't start out that way. Like I said, I was growing up. I was very like, I I thought about the future, and it scared the crap out of me. To be honest with you, I'm like, because I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to drive, and. I'm not going to, you know, have a boyfriend. I'm not going to have kids. I'm not going to do this, have a job. Like, I really just thought I no one would accept me for anything. Um, so the confidence was not there. Um, but with, I will say with age and um, wisdom, 
uh, be, the confidence kicked in, um, especially as I was able to accomplish more things, like things I thought I couldn't do, like, oh, okay, I, I drove a car. Okay, I got a job. Like with being able to get the things, you know, one by one that I thought I wouldn't get, I think the confidence grew with that. Um, so I will say if any anyone is, you know, down or out or not um, filling it or filling themselves, I, I just want to say, and this isn't a pity party for me because I think I'm great, but it, I just want to say if somebody that's my age and a, a complete adult in, in the body of a three foot eight uh, human being, if I can go out there and do all of the things that I've done and things that I want to do, because I'm completely not done yet. There's so much I want to do. But if I'm able to do those things, then I just want to let your viewers know, um, if I got this, you got this too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just sitting down and complaining, I hate my life, I hate my job, I hate my relationship. I mean, just get out of and just start being yourself and yes. that's the best advice you can give. Yeah, and and, and I want to add to that too. You just struck on something because a lot of things I have done and and had, um, I hated those things too. I mean, even even when I had a job, uh, like a like a you know regular job. I mean, I remember I was like a leasing agent for five years, and I was at the time, oh, I was so happy that they hired me, hired someone like me. But then, as I was in that job and I grew into that job, I I. Uh, I begin to not like it um, just because I felt like there was something. I just hate it. I didn't like it just like anybody else doesn't you like their job. You started to figure out your worth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so you know, whether I'm a little person or whether somebody else is or not, I mean, there's all always things that we're not going to like. Like you said, a relationship, a job, where we live. But, you know, also, it doesn't even matter, like – who you are, it doesn't even matter, like, me being me. I, I highly say that anything that you don't like in life, life is so, so short. I mean, especially through what's going on now, I realize how life uh, is so short for all of us. And so anything that you're not happy with, like, just write it down, figure out your plan, uh, make a goal. If you want a new job, write it down, write down what, what do you want to do? figure out how to make that happen. I have made so many life changes. I have, you know, gotten rid of old relationships I was in. I have I have moved away from a city I just outgrew. I have had, you know, great job changes to where now I'm an actress and all of that came with just deciding that I didn't like these things anymore. I didn't like the way they made me feel. And also it, it, I realized time is ticking and I don't, it's looking back, it's kind of like, wow. I mean, and not that, not that I feel like, oh, I'm there. I'm, I'm, there's still things I have to do. But looking back at my old life to now, it's like, wow, it's amazing. I'm where I'm at now. But all of it came from just deciding I didn't like where I was. And I was stepping out the box, absolutely. popping the bubble. Yeah, absolutely. Doing what you finally want to do in life. Yeah. And it just, it just starts coming your way. How's the uh, dating life? How's dating life going? Oh, that's such a good question. <laughs> you know, I, I talk to my average size girlfriends and even my guy friends. And, okay, isn't dating for all of us just kind of like crappy? 
Or, I mean, with COVID, yes. And also yeah. LA, it's so different in LA. I mean, it was already crappy before COVID. And then, like, now you throw COVID in the mix and it's like, whoa. But I mean, I just think dating in our time period is. You know, it's it's not like when our parents and grandparents, like, it's just different. You know, people are um, a lot of times not who they say they are or, you know, things. Oh, tr- trust me. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, okay. yeah, I'm sure you know <laughs> that people are not who they say they are. And um, we just we live in a, a an, an era also where there's Instagram and there's Facebook and there's always, you know, there's a lot of distractions and a lot of temptation. And so I think for all of us, dating is is not always, you know, a, a picnic. But try all of that and then be a little person, too, yeah. and trying to date. So I'm in my, I'm in my very, very early 40s. But um, dating for me, someone like me, has is is been very interesting. So I've always dated average-sized men. That's just my preference. Um Maybe it's a little hypocritical, but... Um, Not at all. I mean, we, we like what we like, you know of what course. I mean? But the thing about it, as much as I say I've always dated average-sized men, I did. I was married once, and I am actually married a little person. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Back home? No, actually here. Okay. Yeah, actually here, when I first landed here, uh, here in L.A. But um, So I gave it a try because I didn't want to be a total hypocrite. Like, because, like... I like average-sized men, but I know a lot of times I am not. I, I have no problem getting attention, and I have no problem getting hit on. Um, but the thing is, I always want to try to use discretion because I'm I'm trying to figure out, and this is such a thing, a lot of guys uh, come at me or approach me because it's one of those things like, oh, I've never tried that before. Um, I've never been with a little person. So it's like I'm good enough for them to be with maybe intimately, but not good enough for them to see me as uh, a, a girlfriend or wife, you know? And so I have to really try to recognize uh, the difference. Yeah. Because, like, you know, there are guys that are just, just going for that. And, and, and I, that's not what I, you know, I'm, I'm like, I get it. I understand. I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's things that, turn us on or we want to try but at the same time like i'm a human being i'm a person i might be small in stature but i'm just like any other woman like capable of like loving and caring about somebody and so i don't want you to see me as a fetish or like a thing to do you know so i have to so i've run into that a lot but on the flip side i have also you know dated average sized men that I mean, I've had like real relationships where going out to dinner, shopping, yeah. holding hands, walking down the street. Absolutely, there's been there's that, that's the thing about it. I mean, if if I am dating average sized men, it is going to take a special person uh, because you you would need to have your own self confidence because, like I said, of course you go, we're going to get stares, we're going to get looks. You might hear comments. You're also going to get your friends and family on the side being like, "What are you doing? Like, what, is this what you like? Like." I get it. Like, it's not something that you see every day. And it's like, I get it. And I, I've had ex-boyfriends that luckily they were cool because, I mean, they they've they got the comments from their friends and family, but they didn't care. They like liked me for who I am. And th- that wasn't an issue for them. And so, you know, kudos to those guys. But anyway, I um, 
going backwards, I did marry someone that was a little person because, like I said, I don't want to be discriminated against for what I normally like. So I didn't, I didn't want to be a hypocrite because I'm like, oh, I don't normally like little guys. So I'm like, no. So I met this one individual and um, I gave it a try all the way to the altar, which is crazy because I never thought that I would ever date, let alone marry a little person. But I did. Now, it didn't, uh, you know, obviously did it, it didn't work out. Did it just stop at the altar? What would you say? Did it stop at the altar? <laughs> it should have. <laughs> it should have stopped before I came this. down to the altar. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just like, you know, made everybody like, where is she? Yeah. Oh, okay. She's not coming. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, we all make mistakes, but of I, course. you know, I don't regret it. Like I said, I tried it, and it was kind of cool. In, in some aspects, it was cool because that was the first little person I'd ever been with, dated, whatever, married. And um, so it was kind of cool for once you're looking at somebody in their eyes. You know, I never – I'm not used to that. I'm used to looking up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, so – and it was cool because we, we had the same things that we dealt with in life. So we kind of could relate to each other's situation. So it was cool, and I'm, I'm so glad I tried it and, you know – but but anyway, life moves on. It didn't work out, and it's cool. So now I'm 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 uh, I'm I think I'm back to my original preference. <laughs> 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 so yeah, so dating. Uh, but yeah, like you said, now there's COVID, and so I guess for the most part, I've kind of put dating on the back burner. A lot. Um, yeah. yeah. This this isn't like the best time to try to like date, especially here in California. Like restaurants are shut down. What are we going to do? Like I remember my first time coming out to Cali and I tried dating and I I wanted to take this girl out to dinner. I wanted to do the whole shebang, right? And yeah. she's like, "No, just come over to my house. You know, we yeah. don't have to eat dinner. Just let's hang out and just hang out in bed and watch a movie." I'm just like, "You know, what what's going on here? Like it's to- it's totally different. You know, yeah. you don't meet the family, you don't do any of that. Yeah. It's just straight to the point." I know. And you probably talk to them for two or three days and they just ghost. They disappear. Yeah. You know, some some guys, they love that. Some guys, they hate it. But, you know, yeah. that's just, that's yeah. how I feel a lot of dating right. has been out here. You talk to them for a couple of days and just slowly disappear. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's, we're, it's just different right now. So, yeah. Yeah. For all of us. So, I, like I said, I, I'm kind of more focused on other things right now. So, I, I'm going to put that aside and like I said when when that comes back around again um you know I know I know the universe has a special person for me and I know that um you know I'm but I'm again I'm not it's like the least thing the I'm looking for right mind, now. Course. Yeah, I I'm really just focused on my goals and stuff but So let's talk business then. What do what do you see in the future for your film business? Actually, so when when COVID first happened and you know, the world was just like so crazy. I mean, I think we were all depressed and sad and locked in our homes and like, uh, now what, you know, we, I mean, for me, I lost all my jobs. I had three and I went to zero. So I, I, I said, I'm going to take, I can take this opportunity to either drink, smoke, sleep and eat and just hibernate, fall into a depression. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I can do that. Or I could instead become creative. And so I've always wanted to tell my story um, as a little person, you know, like growing up and also a little person 
finding entertainment, act, discovering entertainment. Oh, acting. okay. Um, and then also telling my story of leaving the Midwest, coming to the big city of LA. I mean, you know, no family. I mean, I like again, I had a husband for a little, a little bit of that, but, but basically on my own. And then I wanted to tell the story, you know, too of like some of the opportunities that I, I've received, but also a lot of the opportunities that I want that I can't get just because of who I am. I also want to tell the story of what does someone like me have to do in the meantime to pay bills, to pay rent, to keep a roof over her head. It's, it's a great story. Um, but, and I wanted to share it. So what I ended up doing is I, I produced it. I co-wrote it with a a friend of mine that helped out. She also, um, guest directed and, so a couple months after March, I just I got it all together, got a script, and then I started hiring actors. Now that was challenging because again, we're in quarantine COVID, like we're all supposed to be using you know precautions and being I remember safe. seeing this. Yeah. Yeah. So but I, I did it to the best I could and I hired some friends that some of I mean some people I didn't hire. Some people were just my friends. But anyway, long story short, I wrote a story about myself and I shot it and it's already done. I won't I won't say the name yet. It's a great title. Um, I'm going to save it for when it actually I release it. So basically it's going to be a short film. It's a short film. But the the end goal is to take it to, you know, Netflix or Yeah. have it get picked up on a, a major platform. Absolutely. Um you know, I would love love to see this turn into a TV series, just because it's 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 crazy, it's wild, it's definitely some things you've never seen before. Of course, I mean, I I see you on social media, and I mean, just just yeah. seeing that is thank you a great a great movie in itself, and yeah. it's beautiful. Thank you, thank you. I, you're gonna love. It. I can't wait to share it with you. I'll I'll definitely be sending it over to you. But anyway, like I said, I would love to... I mean, I don't know where it'll go, uh, but just the fact that I, I wrote my first short and produced it and shot it, that is like such a big thing for me. And and to do it during a pandemic also, I'm kind of like a little bit patting myself on the back, you know, yeah. but... And it's my life, and my life has been pretty good and bad, but it's good. It's all good. And I just can't wait to um, see where this project might go. But, yeah. Yeah, I would just love to see my own story come to life for and to share with others. And in Hollywood, for people to portray you differently. Thank you, yeah. That would be the best. Yeah, fingers crossed and, you know, prayers. And I meditate over it, I pray over it, and, you know, definitely keep my fingers crossed. And I feel like, um, I feel like it's time. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. So is there anything else you would like to share, Allie, with the viewers and listeners? Uh, no, other than, you know, I, I just so happy to be here today. And I think you have a great platform. You're so you're such a positive person. Uh, we, we know each other. And um, you've always been so upbeat and, and positive, even during times that were, you know, looked a little didn't always look like Good, the best yeah. situations, but I really just, you know, ad- admire you as a person and, and what you're doing now. Like, how cool! Like when we first met, you were not doing this podcast. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. Well, that's what makes us different. I mean, look what you know in COVID, when COVID. I mean, COVID is still going on, but when that was happening, COVID, you were out filming, you were out doing these things. When, 
when COVID hit me, I mean, hit all of us, what, yeah. what I was doing, I was walking the beach from Venice to Malibu and I was out and about and I was networking. I was talking to people while other people were sitting home and filling their basements or, you know, their closets with toilet paper and fear and scared. <laughs> we were out and we were, this, yeah. this is grinding time for us. Yeah. This is hustle. This is for us to express who and what we really are. Yeah. It's almost like I mean th don't get me wrong this is this is a terrible situation. It is a pandemic. It's horrible. I mean people have lost their lives and it's it's real and it's it's horrible. But on uh, but one thing I will say cuz I always try to look for the positive in everything. And the positive that I come take away from this is that um had this not have happened, I would have just kept doing my working my three jobs and not been in a creative space where I made my own short film. And and just like with you, I know you were super busy with the jobs that you were doing. Um, would you have had time to actually come up with, you're doing this like amazing podcast. And that's why I'm saying like, so there is always a positive in, in everything that is tragic. And, you it's know, just growth. Yeah. Pure growth. That's it. Exactly. When it crumbles, it regrows. Absolutely. Just the basics of life. Absolutely. The fundamentals. Yeah, absolutely. And and so yeah, so for for any again for anyone listening, you know, and and anyone that's been, you know, touched by this pandemic or affected by this pandemic, um, you know, again, my heart goes out to anyone, but just try to find the positive in everything and always know that what what is down must go up and and everything will get better and just, you know, stay positive and, you know, again, I admire your positivity. You're always like Thank so you. upbeat in everything Seriously, you do, thank and I'm you so, so happy for you. And thanks for having me. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Is there any platforms that you would like to share with the listeners? Sure. Yeah. Um. You can find me. Um. I'm on a couple couple different. I mean, you know, everybody everybody's on social media these days. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I probably use that the most. It's uh, Miss Amazing Alley, and I'll tell you, it's M I S S. Uh, amazing. And then Allie is just like A-L-I. Um, and that is the same for Twitter as well. Uh, so Miss Amazing Allie. And then also, I mean, I, I am on Facebook. Um, I always use my fan page. And that is under Allie Chapman, Chapman with a P. And um, I think that covers uh, most of my social media. So Definitely, if you have any questions or whatever, want to follow me and just see what I'm up to, please feel free. Thank you so much, Allie. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks again for having me. Thank you for listening to The Outlet.